How do y'all, how the vacation going, man? Man, it's going great, man. The kids are, kids just left out the room, man, about to go down to the beach. So, man, it's just, it's good, man. The weather's great. Fam, having a good time. I can't complain about the weather. At all, at all. But yeah, man, we're back. Another episode of Man to Man Pod. I believe this is episode 107. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I believe already, man. We started what July, July of last year. Already at a hundred. Let me make sure. Um, oh my shit's on point. Boom, 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 boom. Yep, good money. But yeah, man. What's good, man? How you doing? How your day going? Good morning, man. Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Good day, been uh productive week so far you know getting to it man getting to a head down working all gas no breaks i know you're on vacay with the uh-huh. family so your day got yeah. to be going good man everything good on your end yeah man everything good you know being able to take some time out and just to, to relax and, and chill mm-hmm. and, you know to take a break for a little bit so all is well ain't nothing wrong with that but uh, we're going to jump in this thing, man. But uh, we're not going to start with football today. Actually, basketball in that court. Um, you know, the NBA, KD is back, obviously, which is huge uh, mm-hmm. for the NBA, especially with LeBron, LaMelo, and other guys. Been, I feel like a lot of guys are banged up right now, probably for that short break, AD. Um, but KD back, man. Looked look damn good last night, too. Yeah. I don't think he missed a shot. <laughs> I think it was five for five, 17 points. Um, Nets look good. Kyrie look good, obviously, um, against the Pelicans. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Nets, man? With the Lakers still banged up, still think they are they the, are they your favorites? Lakers the favorite? Who you like? I like the Lakers, man. I still like the Lakers. Um, like you said, obviously with KD coming back, he looked good last night. I caught a little bit of the game. Kyrie looked good. James Harden mm-hmm. was out. Um, obviously, you know, with them adding the Marcus Aldridge and uh, Blake Griffin. Oh, um, I feel they got a good. They got a good. Um, say it again. Now nah, I said, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge looked good too. Nah, he 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 did he did. Uh, but again, you know that we've yet to seen all of them on the floor at one time. Um, you know, as you mentioned, the Lakers are banged up. LeBron being out. Um, Anthony Davis being out. Um, so again. You know, it, it's still, you know, you got to get into that into that groove, especially going into the playoffs. Um, I think the, the Brooklyn Nets, in my opinion, are the favorites to come out the East. Um, I have the Lakers coming out the West, even though we still have some teams that's that's playing some football in the West, mm-hmm. Jazz, uh, the Phoenix Suns. But uh, it's tough. I'm just going with the Lakers since I've been rocking with them. Um you know, since the beginning of the season, since last season, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. That's my pick. Yeah, man. I mean, that's not a bad pick. The boy's been out, man, banged up. I, I may be – I've been with the Lakers this whole ride, but I may be shifting over, man. If KD can get out there and stay healthy, uh, Harden, I think he'll be fine. I think he just got a hammy, a little tweaked hammy. Uh, but Harden is usually pretty durable. Um, if you got Kyrie – if you got them three and then you bring over Aldridge and Blake, they're looking decent to good. Harris, Green, now they got depth, Jordan. They got depth to uh, – that was the thing for me. They didn't have a, a bunch of depth, but now that they have that, 
And if they played their big three, only played what seven games together so far. Um, but they are hoopers, man. If they out there healthy, both rosters are healthy, I may be shifting over to the Nets, man. Uh, Tone Tone jumped in and said, Bucks to the sleepers. I wouldn't go I that far. That. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm nah, not gonna fall go for that, that dope this year. <laughs> it did lock up uh, Drew Holiday. Yeah. He got but, a bag. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah, they, well, um, well deserved. Think, uh, yeah, I don't think they talk about him enough. Just as far as what he's able to do on both ends of the court, um, mm-hmm. offensively, and then you know, I think you know, very important on the defensive end. You know, what I mean, what he's able to do, um, you know, lock up some of the. I ain't gonna say lock up, but you know, defend real tough. But, yeah, uh, it, it will deserve him being able to get that back. Yeah, when you hear a lot of hoopers speak on, on who's that guy that's underrated, that's not talked about enough, um, especially one of the most dynamic positions in the league, um, Drew Holiday name comes up a lot. So, what is their bag? Like you said, I think it was four for 160 or something like that. Um, so, their big three now mm-hmm. out in Milwaukee is uh, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. And obviously, Greek freak. Uh, you know, they added P.J. Tucker, who, who, who balls on the defensive side as well, spot-up shooter kind of from the corner. But um, do you see that big three out in Milwaukee ever uh, sniffing the title? No. Um, because I just – if you look at the team that they're going to have to get through the – you know what I'm saying, get, get out of the East, mm-hmm. KD – Kyrie, Jay Hart, James Harden. I, I don't see it's it. Tough. It's tough. I don't see yeah, it. I mean, tough. I could be wrong, but I, I'm just, I just don't see it. Where, again, as we just, as you previously just mentioned, if you can get them on the court together, all healthy, that's that's going to be tough. In a seven-game series, I, I, I don't, I don't see them um, beating the Nets in that seven-game series. That's going to be. That's going to be real tough. Now, uh, coming into this year, I feel like the NBA coming into the year, you you kind of – most of the times we already have, like, our Eastern Conference, Western Conference finals kind of already lined up in our head. This year has obviously been a little different. Who's been um, – you know, you expect the next to be good, expect the Sixers, Bucks. Who's been the most surprising team for you this this year on the, on the West Coast and the, uh, on the East Conference, Eastern Conference? I would say West Coast, it would definitely be the three sons, in my opinion. Um, them, them getting Chris Paul, I think it was a big plus for them. Um, and I think we've, over the, the past two or three years, we've seen what Chris Paul um, can do for a team. You know, mm-hmm. even going out to OKC, you know, I don't think people uh, really expected what OKC gave to the people, you know what I'm saying, when Chris Paul got there. Yeah. Um, and then again, you know, him, him signing to the Phoenix Suns and they're number two in the West right now. Um, it's impressive. Then you can, you can, you can rewind back to, to last year in the bubble. Shit, Phoenix Suns, they was, they was, they was playing lights out in the bubble. Yeah, I think that was so undefeated to, in the bubble. To be able to ask. To the end. Yeah, so to be able to ask somebody like Chris Paul, man, that, that, that's my sleeper in the West. Um, the Phoenix Suns. And then in the East, I'll go with the Knicks. I'll go with the Knicks. The Knicks, man, they've been playing some solid ball, some respectable mm-hmm. ball. Um, and, you know, the young, team, right now. the young team. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, in the off right now. Yeah, um, bring a dead rose over. Yeah, I, I probably you know on the on the uh in the Western Conference, it's the Jazz. You know, the Jazz obviously, you know, they're a good team, had a good core, but I feel like uh Donovan Mitchell, I wouldn't say he's taking a step back, but um oh, not like taking Shaq a step back. No, 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 I'm not saying a step back as far as his play, but I'm saying a step back as far as like, okay, I don't have to be that guy who got to go out here and drop, you know, 30 a night, you know, more yeah. of a, they're very, very team. Like everybody touched the rock, very team oriented over there and it's obviously paying off. They're number one in the West. So um, that, uh -huh. that's obviously um, surprising. You know, I expected, you know, Clippers, especially with the Lakers being banged up to be up there. And then uh, Suns, I'm not shocked about the Suns. You know, once CP3 went over there and got with eight and then got with uh, Booker, Time to create their big three. Um, and their coaches, like you said, had them cooking with gas in the, in the bubble last year. So um, I expect out of that leadership that they will be at least in the four spot, is what I said coming into the year. And they're up there too. Um, but yeah. in the East, in the East, the Hawks, you know, the Hawks have been playing um, a lot better since uh, since Nate McMillan took over. Um, and they are yeah. either four or five in the Eastern Conference. And that that's, that's surprising to me. I didn't expect them to be – I'm surprised with the Knicks as well. Uh, happily surprised with them. I think the NBA is better when the Knicks, um, when the Knicks are good. But um, but yeah, on that east, on that East Coast, the Hawks, man, they came out and hit 11 for 11 in a quarter, two with threes. Think set a record. So um, yeah, man, I'm I'm disappointed. Yeah, I mean the other side of disappointed it, most disappointed in the East, the, the Celtics, man. We talked we talked about them earlier on the show. Uh, coming into the year, high expect. I feel like Celtics always high expectations for their basketball program. If they got good players, which they do, very disappointed. I believe they are like seven, eight right now in the East, and that that's you, you know think it's time to break that up. Yeah, I, that's what I was about to say. And we spoke on it, like I said earlier in the um, during the year. I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think if they trick it off again, like I think they'll. I don't see them going past the second round this year. I think you break that up, man. I think Brad Stevens, at least Brad Stevens got to be out of there, in my opinion. You got Kimba, you got Jalen Brown, you got Jason Tatum. Like, you, there's no way you, you should be 7, 8, hovering around 500 at this point in the season with that type of talent on your team. You got the Hornets yeah, up I there. Agree. Um, and again, like you said, I don't, like you said, I don't think they get past the second round this year. Yeah. You got to do something. You know, we got limited patience. So, limited patience to. these days. Got to. Got to. Sleep. So, who, who, who's your who's your surprise? Um, well, your disappointment in the West. Uh in the West, I'm disappointed with the uh, with the Trailblazers, but it's it's more so because um, you know, uh, McCullum been out. He was out for a while. He's back now. But uh, you know, Dane put it on his back. But I wanted, I wanted to kind of see them take that step. Um, and obviously, you know, the, the the Lakers, you know, with them being banged up with injuries again. So it's injuries over there. But um, you know, I want to see because it's gonna be tough for them Lakers. They get in the playoffs and they're four or five seed. It's gonna be tougher for you know, AD banged up, old LeBron. Now you got to go through. You know, the Nuggets. It's a lot of good teams on that west side. So. You're gonna get matched up with those guys in earlier rounds. That's that makes it tough for a run. So I'm um, disappointed with those um with those two uh squads. What about you? Um 
again, the Lakers, but you know, that's injuries. I, I would like mm-hmm. to see more out of the maps too, man. Um Yeah, yeah. I would like I would like to see more out of the Mavs. Um not saying that they should be at the like one or two, but with the with the talent they have over there, um Luca, Porzingis, um I would like to see more out of that group. I'll have to go yeah, there uh, with the Dallas right Mavs. Now. Yeah, that's yeah. Expect Luca to, to to lead them to a better somebody said the Celtics the doodle. The bubble broken. <laughs> yeah, man. But um but yeah, man, NBA is it's, it's gonna be it's gonna shape up for for some good playoffs once again. I feel like the playoffs are always very enjoyable. Um with the NBA. We got baseball going on. We got the masters going on in golf. I know you're not a big fan of the golf thing. Who you got in the masters? Well yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh I can't sit down and watch the golf. Um, you tapped into that yet? You you uh, not, not yet. Um, not yet. Nah. I, if it's on TV, I, I won't turn it off. I won't change the channel. But you know, if it, honestly, I'm a I'm like I'm a casual. I'm a casual with the golfing. So if it ain't Tiger out there, I think Rory's back out there. Dustin, if I catch it, you know, I won't turn it off. But you know, it ain't something I gotta catch. Yeah, honestly. You know what I mean? I ain't like it, you know, like that. But uh, <clears throat> what else we got going on? Oh, while we were talking about New York Knicks and all that, New York. So New York is actually legalizing online gambling now, which is obviously a huge market, um, you know, in a huge space. You know, everybody's – if you're covering sports, you're, you, you have something dedicated to, um, you know, placing bets, odds, uh, all that sports betting stuff. Do you see yourself getting more into that lane next year? I know I tapped into it this year during the football. Now, I, I, I do because it's funny. Um, off the script, you know, I got my, I got a lot of guys back home that you know that bet a lot, and they always mm-hmm. ask like, "Yo, Swan, like, you know, um, who you think here? You know, obviously the odds. You know what I'm saying? This, that, the third, and I give them my opinion." And I'd have made a lot of money. So I'm like, what you doing? <laughs> if I could just tap in, if I could just tap in for myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just get more, more, <clears throat> more into it. So I, I definitely do think um I'm gonna tap into it more this year. It's about to be a big business. Um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, like you said, New York uh legalized, and I think it's gonna be a lot more other states that's gonna be uh following them as well. So I'm I'm definitely gonna tap into that this year. Yeah, man. If you don't, shit, it's it's you're just missing out on opportunity calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like you said, yeah. you tap in. Obviously, we got a different uh, viewpoint, different perspective. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, converse with a lot of people who, you know, are handicappers and do certain things with the, you know, the analytics of it. It's obviously, it's a lot of data and computer behind it. But when you can combine that with, especially when you're talking about football and other knowledge so much. Yeah, with the yeah. knowledge. Okay, how does this? Certain team or these certain players match up with his other team's best players or scheme match up so yeah. things that you know obviously yeah. nobody can just you can't look at um a group of data and get to that so uh, that's our advantage with that I was pretty good pretty successful last year with it and uh so definitely gonna get into it more I can't really get into and I was I was exceptional you <laughs> I was accepted. Check the record, man. I'm having to repost it to remind folks, man. 
but, that's uh, why we got. Hey Tone, hey Tone, man, get the get the, get the put the records up there in the chat, Tone. Yeah, against all uh, gamblers only care about against the spread though, man. You weren't paying against the spread. That don't that's that don't count, man. You know what I mean? That's money line. You know that's yeah, picking shit. winners. You got you know the. <laughs> It count what? When is it losing? That's life. When is it? If losing? you can bet against that spread, that's that's where you really, you know, what I mean, that's where you really a full blown degenerate. But now, nah, I'm rocking with it. I enjoy it. So check this out. If you had to place a bet, if you had to place a bet with this draft coming up, okay, yep. I, I, we're hearing a lot of talk about Justin Fields. Dropping down, oh. being you know, been the third, fourth, fifth quarterback out of top five. You had to bet who gets drafted first, Justin Fields or Mac Jones. If you had to place a bet right now, Justin Fields, you say he gets drafted first, yeah. Oh, I mean, before, before, yeah, out of the two, before Mac, yeah, out of the two, yeah. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm I, right. I, I think, you. I think around, I think a, a lot of times around, you know, it's no experts, right. You might got, you know, I don't care what they say, old experts. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's plenty. It's plenty experts, especially today. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Unlimited so experts. As, we, as, as we've seen in the draft process before us, during our time, and obviously after us, I think around this time, you know, things start leaking, but leaking for certain reasons. You know what I'm saying? Where teams are trying to play mind games. It's like, you know might be leaking some wrong information on purpose just so you know maybe potential teams might go a different route but i don't understand within a month's time how a guy could be the second best quarterback you know what i'm saying in the draft yeah and no game has been played um all has all it's been is pro days the pro day was good and then all of, a, all of a sudden, my man is the fifth best quarterback in the draft. So I just think a lot of times it's just mental games, mental gymnastics that people are trying to play with, you know, organizations trying to play with one another. But I, I have Justin Fields going before uh, Mac Jones. Yeah, same for me. I feel like that's going to be when we look back on it, it'll be a lot of hype. Um, Mac Jones, I, I can see him going probably in the top half of the first round. But um, I don't see Justin Fields being going past the third quarterback taken. I think it's going to go one, two, three, maybe even one, two, three, four quarterbacks off the board. But uh, it's nowhere in hell. I'm, I'm not I'm not believing that until Roger Goodell get up there and read that card. And then if, if he does that, yeah. you know, I'll stay so corrected. But right now, nah, I'm not buying that at all. We, we touched on it um last episode like give me your mm -hmm. top five again your, your top five quarterbacks we touched on it briefly yeah top so my five. top five yeah i'm gonna give it to you quick trevor lawrence one yep. justin fields two zach wilson three i go mac jones four trey lance slash kyle trask five and the only okay. reason, I, like, I just, you know, I haven't seen enough of Trey Lance. Um, you know, I know you don't, you, 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 the level of competition, you know, I factor that in as well. Um, yeah, so I, that, that'd be my five, you know, five, you know, five A, five B down there. What, what about you? What's your top five? That's how I think I, they I'm, should come I'm on right, the board, too. We all know it. I'm it's right there with you. 
I'm right there with you with your five. Um, Trey Lance, man, they got him. Uh, I was watching some. They had they compared him to his his playability, his play style to an HBCU legend. God rest his soul, Steve McNair. Yeah, McNair. Yeah, like that's. Yeah, a, I, mean, I hate when I hate when when people do that. You know what I'm saying? The, the comparison. <laughs> I mean, they comparing Mac Jones to young, uh, Tom Brady. So right, I like well, why why put that pressure <laughs> on them young boys like that, man? Like, but you know yeah. that's something that you I guess you got to do. But yeah, um, I'll put you in the top five. Yeah, and. and like once that draft day come, who knows what's happening? We don't had plenty of interviews, plenty of guys on here who have their. Everybody got their own draft stories. This team said it was gonna take me. This happened. Somebody traded out of that pick. That happened. Like so, uh, things are always gonna happen on draft day. It's gonna shake it all up. Uh, we know shit, probably half of the quarterbacks won't pan out. Unfortunately, that's just how it usually goes. Um, a lot of it is based off where they land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of because we know a lot of it's gonna be based yeah. off where you go, who's around you, who's coaching, what players, you know, mm -hmm. how can you mentally um you know handle, pick things up on and off the field. So it's a lot that goes into it. Um, but those would be my five guys, uh, you know, based off what I've seen them do on the college level. Now, Justin Fields. Um, I watched him and Mac Jones' pro day on the same day, actually. Mac Jones went first, and I watched Justin Fields. And there was a clear difference to me um, that Justin Fields looked better. But that same day, you know, the 49ers, their brass went down to Mac Jones. They went down to Alabama and watched his pro day. So they were they had, like, the third guy in charge at Justin Fields. So now Justin Fields is having a second pro day. Yeah. Reported that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch – will be at this one. You think that was a, a good move by him? Yeah. Because, you know, if I'm Justin Fields, that's the system I want to go in. That's what that's the system I want to play in. Um, with, with his ability, what he's able to do, um, with his arm and his legs, and, you know, with Kyle Shanahan being a, a play caller uh, that he is and just the talent mm -hmm. that they have on that opposite side of the uh, ball, that's a that's a scheme I would love to play in if I'm a quarterback if I'm if I'm uh, Justin Fields. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I think it was big. Sure. I don't I don't think I don't think um they'll have him do anything too crazy. Mm -hmm. Um just kind of one of the maybe, you know, polish up on what they've seen. You know, what they've seen through film mm -hmm. study from his first uh pro day. So for them to be like, look, I want to see something else. Shit, go out there and battle yourself. Yeah, big facts. Was um, was Shanahan the coach when you were there? Was he already the guy? Nah. So I left when when he got when he got uh when he got hired. Uh, that's when I left. That's when I got out of there. Okay. So um, but I have you, I have the up I have the utmost respect for John Lynch just the way he handled the situation. Handled that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Being there, be calling me in the office, and we had like a two hour talk. So I'll always have great things to say about um, John Lynch, just the way he handled my situation. Yeah, that's 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 definitely important. Now, um, the the it's been reported that Kyle Shanahan has the final say. So when it comes to you know calling those shots, who they're gonna draft at three, especially. Um, have you, you know? So I mean that it's different on every team obviously some some coaches call the shots i think john groom called the shots in, in uh las vegas and obviously i think it's the same as san fran 
have you ever been a part of a situation where you saw like bumping heads at that you know head coaching uh general manager spot yeah 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 my first year going into um when i was in san fran trim bulky and i'm hardball that's mm -hmm. what it you know that's kind of what it was that's what the you know obviously me just walking into that situation but um you know the the all around the, the facility and just you know just the the bickering um it was really like okay some were with hardball some were with with, with, with Trent Balky, man. And at the end of the day, again, sometimes, as you just stated, where a young player, hold on real quick. You, you hear that? Yeah. Hey, you good. All right. But just like how you stated as a young player, if you're coming into that situation, sometimes that could be to your detriment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where the front office is not seeing eye to eye. You know, well, okay, I want to drive this guy. Well, no, nah, I want to drive this guy. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's that's tough but if you can have a, a front office that's that's seeing eye to eye that's um standing firm 10 toes down on the same decision i think that just makes it better from the top all the way down yeah for sure i think we saw it was some of that i know Dwayne haskins coming in it was reports that you know certain guys want them certain guys don't some owners jump in and um obviously it's their team at the end of the day so if the owners say hey i want that guy then that trumps all yeah. um obviously you know i experienced it in uh indy you know i was there for six years you know with uh with, with chuck uh five of them with chuck and grixon they had their fair share of uh yep. bumping heads um and it's something that you know when you in when you in that locker room you know you're in that facility um you know it's a lot of you know type a personalities it's a lot of alpha males um, so it's going to be some ego checks and, uh, you know, the, the locker room, the team, the organization can kind of feel when there's not that synergy at the top and it can definitely throw everything off. I think it's a big reason why New England was so successful for so long, uh, because you have one guy who basically wore both hats. Um, you can look at his draft record. So he wasn't the greatest drafting guy, but he knew how to maneuver certain things and how to coach the guys who was bringing in or letting go. Um, you know, Baltimore, obviously having Ossie Newsom and uh hardball for the time they had so um you have different <clears throat> it works and it seems to be working so far in san fran with uh with john lynch and shanahan and what they yeah. have going on uh mayock and gruden i thought it would work a little, you know that, that's kind of looking a little suspect right now in the light but we'll see but um it's gonna be interesting right now yeah, it's, look, huh. it's looking shaky right now but uh i think when they go down to see justin fields live um, and the, one of the biggest differences that's aside from football that I saw with Mac Jones and Justin Fields, and I think Mac Jones is a good player. Going the right system, um, he'll be a good player. Um, but one thing I saw just watching him, because I'm watching the program, I'm watching everything, like I'm, you know, a general manager. And, um, you know, everybody, you're going to be yourself. You're going to have your own personality, especially as a quarterback. That's important. We talked to Tyrod Taylor about that. Yep. Mac Jones was just like, he was too giddy for me, bro. He was too like smiley and, and and too. It just looked. I don't know. And I know that may be his personality, but when I watched Justin Fields, you know, it was focused. It was you know laser. It was this, that, and the third. And I know if I'm a veteran player, especially young guy coming that locker room, like you immediately a leader of men. Like and when it, when you in there, it's big business. Like it, it's it's you know every every day. So if you come, yeah. it's, I'm looking for even from the personality type thing, which guy would I now? However much you stock you put in those type of things, it depends on who's calling those shots. But for me, 
Hey, I want you to show up. Hey, it's business. You know what I mean? Obviously, you, how, yeah. how you lead is how you lead. But that was something that kind of I don't know. But um, but I'm looking forward to this second pro day. Hopefully, it's filmed. And I think uh, once they see that, Jay Phil's not dropping past three, in my opinion. We're going to yeah, I don't think nobody be wasting nobody time for another for a second pro day just just cause. Um, yeah, that's for that's for a reason. That's for yeah. A reason. Did you have did you have any teams during your pre draft process? Did you have any teams? Uh, I guess reach out to you and say, hey, we want to see this or that, or like a a, a pop up workout or something like that. I had, some, I had some things like that. Yeah, I had like um after my after the combine, I had my pro day. Um, I had a you know, some teams out there uh, watching them workouts. And then after my uh, pro day, I had maybe like three or four personal workouts. Uh, from Seattle mm-hmm. Seahawks, the Cleveland Browns. Um, might have been one or two more where I had like, they came up to campus and I had personal workouts. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had the same. Um... I know the Falcons. I did, and and the rule. I don't know if the rules have changed, but at that time, you either had to do the personal work or the private workouts either at your school, or like in your hometown. So um, we had one team, the Falcons. Yeah. They they flew everybody up. You know, I think the head coach Mike Smith and DB D coordinator, all that type of stuff. They came to UConn, did a private workout, and I did it with another team. I can't remember the other team, but um, that's definitely. I don't know. You couldn't tell me. You couldn't tell me shit. And I was like, oh, I'm big time, boy. Y'all done feel like this, this for me. I'm about to put on the show. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, but it, yeah, obviously it's a pressure to yeah. it. It wasn't pressure at that point just because, you know, you're trying to do everything possible to position yourself to go as high as possible um, in that draft. I, and the Jaguars, too. So the Jaguars were picking eight. Mm-hmm. And um, I avoided. I finessed my way out of bench pressing at the combine. Right, and I did the same thing at the pro day. I mean, hold on, uh, hold on. So right. you, you said that once before. How, how many times do you think you would have? Uh, how many Ooh. times do you think you would have got? Honestly, you, bro, you, you, at least five. I would have got five. I would have got okay. five. I would have got five. I wouldn't have. Seven. I would not have. I wouldn't got. I don't think I would have cracked ten. And just because pro days, I mean, not pro days, but bench pressing was never my thing. You know, long arms. Like, it was never my thing. I was a dumbbell guy. And then what made it worse, I went to go train pre-draft with Deion Sanders. And he wasn't, obviously, not on my head about a damn uh, bench press. He like, man, I ain't, receiver ain't never laid across my chest. But um, right. but the the, uh, the Jaguars, so, they, so my, my head coach at college, Randy Essel, he was previously a DB coach with the Jaguars, so he had some relationships there. He calls me. I'm I'm fried actually. I'm in Connecticut at uh, I think Mohegan, Mohegan Sun. He called me like, "Hey man, somebody from the front office, Jack. They want to work you out. They want to see you bench press. They want to make sure you're not hiding an injury." So I'm like, "Shoot, uh, all right, you know." So he's like, "Where you at?" So I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'm down here in Florida. I'm training." <laughs> so I'm like, "So he's like, all right, bet. You know, they'll be uh, they'll be at. They're gonna meet you at the, your training spot." Tomorrow, you're going to go in there. They sent a scout down there for me to go bench. I had to fly in, came in. I put up – I think I put up seven. And uh, they had the eighth pick. Okay. So I'm thinking like, oh, man, you know, I, I can't, like, not do this. Like, this this, this team picking eight. I can't not, you know, continue. It ain't that serious, you know, yeah. if I put up. He's like, you know them. He's like, hey, you don't care how many reps you do. You know, they just want to see that you're healthy, that your shoulders are good, that you're not hiding any injuries, whatever, whatever. 
So it, that was the only team the Jaguars finally got a bench out of me. I think it was a set, probably a seven piece, I think. But uh, but yeah, that ain't bad. No, nah, that was bad. That was bad. I had cats throwing up. And I think Tay put up like 20 something. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I, ain't, I ain't about to get up here with these dudes, man. If y'all ain't got a number, y'all just got to guess. Yeah, yeah, that bet. <laughs> what you did coming out? Man, so shoot, while we on this, um, uh, I I banged out 19. I had 19. Banged out 19. Okay. All right, 19. Yeah, it was solid. What you said But now nah, we, um, I know we were talking about it previously. They talking about uh, one of the rule changes. They going to um, loosen up on the number restriction. Uh, you know, BBs, receivers, uh, running backs could, could, could tap into it. Maybe even some tight ends could tap into these single-digit numbers. Um, mm -hmm. How you think that's going to be if this rule does get passed? I, you know, when I first heard it, I, I, you know, I thought it was dope. But then when I thought about it, I was like, I don't know if I, I don't like it. I don't like it, honestly. Um, you know, growing up, that was it was. I don't know, maybe I'm just old school. Like, that was just something you did in high school. You know, little league, high school, college. Yeah. She went yeah. to the pros. It was like you know, you, you you do things differently. You do it like pros. So, um, I don't know, man. It's gonna be weird seeing cats out there. It's definitely gonna be swaggy. I know if I was a yeah. player, you know, I know if I could, if I had a chance on a pro level to throw that deuce on, or or, no or, that, or that one on. I mean, honestly, you know, I I probably be play. I probably be acting totally different out there. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna lie to you. So I'm sure there's a lot of players excited about it. Uh, what you think about it? Nah, I I, I think I'm with you. I'm I'm fifty fifty. Like I, I when I first heard it. Um, I was all four. I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know why they, you know, they didn't have that, um, all along, but then I just happened to look at some, you know, they cropped some numbers on some guys in the high school numbers that, you know, that was single digit. And I, and I saw it and I was like, ah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Just, yeah. You know it just, look. It just but, look, look, I don't but know. Again, like, to, but, but to your point. If I was in that indie blue and white with that number two on back there in the post, hey, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm jumping everything. I'm hey, jumping I'm everything. Yeah, my I'm fault, jumping my everything. Fault, coach, yeah. My fault, coach. I seen something. I saw something. I saw something. <laughs> I saw something, man. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, people are uh, different. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be hard though. It's, it'll be dope, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm split though. I'm split. I like the old numbers, man. You know, you get to leave, got to pick a number. You know, we would have never got, we would have never got AB forty one, man. You know what I mean? You had to go, you had AB to go 41. get that, you had to go get that stank forty one, and make it clean. You know what I mean? We would have never had that. It's, it's probably kids out here wearing, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. probably kids out here wearing four one now because of that. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see, man. We'll see. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be some fights. Hey, it's gonna be some fights yeah. over them numbers, though, boy. What matter of fact, what's your what's your man, favorite? It's I gonna be tough. That's either for you, Deuce. That's your favorite. I, I would assume football numbers. Give me your top three football numbers. My top three football numbers. One. Number one. Okay. Two. I'm gonna give you four. I'm gonna give you four. Okay. I'm gonna give you four numbers. 
one two the number four and the number 11. i don't know for for some reason that number 11, 11? Them, them 11 be looking all right yeah see i i think about all the way back to little league man or high school like you saw certain cats and certain numbers you knew all right that's that's one of their dogs and, and for me one yep. two i wore two in high school wore one in college um seven seven always seven seven always been hard for me and then uh 21 you know prime prime made 21 like that was so those whenever you saw those numbers on the field you know and, and i fold nine it's been some different numbers that came across but one two seven 21 those i would say the best football numbers uh in my opinion but that's gonna be interesting man to see that on the nah, nfl it will, it will. if they uh it will. It they will. i know i know the young i know the young guys i know the young guys are excited about it now um mm -hmm. so we'll definitely see yeah we're gonna see man what else we got on i saw a question uh somebody said mike had a good question all right, boom. <clears throat> Michael Ward, y'all can start dropping some questions in too. Michael Ward, do you guys feel any quarterback in the draft is better than Herbert? He wasn't highly touted and had question marks on accuracy. He came in and crushed. Um, in this draft, I mean, man, what what Herbert did last year? I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, because we, it's hard to say that because we've seen him do it on the NFL level. It's, so it's hard to, it, yeah, it's hard to, right. it's hard to unsee that. Um, you know, because everybody, and you can talk right. to anybody, you know, it's a lot of experts on here that'll tell you Trevor Lawrence is a can't miss. Zach Williamson is, Zach Wilson is can't miss. Bye bye. Myself and Antoine have seen plenty of can't miss prospects come to the league and shit down their legs. So um, you, you, you can't put any of these no guys way. over Herbert. But, uh, Herbert was highly touted for a while. Herbert was looked at as the number one pick. His talent was never questioned. His question was about, I believe, like leadership. You know, if he was a vocal leader, um, and then accuracy, things like that. But um, he was definitely a highly touted recruit. Um, and another thing about Herbert is Herbert had great coaching. Uh, Pep Hamilton. We talked about um, Pep on the show before. Um, he's you look at his track record when it comes to work with quarterbacks. I was playing on the team with him um and then you also had great weapons that were available to herbert from day one keenan alley yeah great safety blanket hunter henry when he was healthy mike williams uh you got guy you know you got dogs around him so you put him in a situation to be successful now herbert what he did was phenomenal probably the best rookie season i've seen from a quarterback honestly and i've seen some yeah cam when he did his then i was with luck the next year when he had his rookie year so i've seen some great rookie years yeah. but herbert's right up there at the top in uh, my opinion, yeah, no question. I'm, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, put that question up there on um for Mary Beth Girth. Mary Beth Girth, bum. Not really a drive question, but where and how can a team improve on special teams? Want to look for a new punter? Um, special teams. I know it's you know it's three phases to the game. You got your offense, defense, and special teams, and your special teams is where um, you find those guys that's um, on the roster that's that's willing 
to make the team. A lot of guys make the team just because of the team. So again, y'all, it's, it's all about you doing your due diligence, critiquing, uh, critiquing play. Where can this guy help us at? Um, is he a gunner? Can he get down there and force a fair catch every time? Um, again, a punter. Like, can he change the field position for us? Like, so it's 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 ways where you can critique and you can implement those type of um, players on your team that can have major impact. Um, you look at you know, um, in New England, you know, Slater. Yeah, Slater. Like Slater. He's a, he's he's a he's a beast, but you know he, he's a beast on special teams and he creates. Um, he's the difference. He's the difference maker on that side of the ball. Um, when but. I, Think about young Buda Baker before he was starring and being a, a all pro. Sure, he made a pro bowl off special teams, being a gunner, going down there, you know, leading teams in tackle. So um when you're doing your when you're doing your due diligence and you, when you're critiquing um your players, you you always gotta have that in your back in your in the back of your mind. Not only they're not gonna be starting on offense and defense, um and even if you are starting, like how can you help us? Um, in this other phase of the day. Yeah, like I, I can um, remember like uh, Legion of Boom. Like when they were Legion of Boom, Seattle had them dogs out there. Them cats played those special teams too. You know, they yeah. took pride of you had Sherm. He was a a, a, a one-man vice on the uh, punt return team. And once a vice is basically is two defenders, you know, guard one gunner. But if you have the luxury of being able to say, all right, I'm gonna put Sherm on one side, and you're by yourself, and I can put these two on somebody else, and then I can put maybe somebody else in the punt rush part of the phase. That changes your whole special teams game plan. They did the same thing on, I believe, got Earl Thomas and Cam, all them boys on kickoff. So oh, that's kickoff. like the first play yeah. of defense. So special teams important. Obviously, a lot of times special teams relate directly to the depth on your team, like the quality of depth on your team. You got a backup, good backup safeties, good backup linebackers. Um, those are usually the guys that make, you know, DBs, linebackers make up a large portion of the special teams. But uh, it's important, like you said, third phase of the game. Um, and it's really about a lot of the game comes down to field position. You know what I mean? You want you want your offense to play half court as much as, much as possible. You want your defense to play full court defense as much as possible because just the numbers are going to uh, trend your way. So uh, special teams is huge. Uh, there's depth. Sometimes it's what guys have done in college, but a lot of times, a lot of players that make it to the NFL didn't play a bunch of special teams in college. So it's going to be, but once you get in that room and you say, all right, I'm not a starting safety. I'm not a starting corner. I'm not a starting tight end. Like I got to find my way to make this 53 special teams is that way yeah. for a lot of people. So, um, and the punter, they have their, they have their pro days and they have their things like that. We had a great weapon with Pat McAfee as a punter. We knew it was a defense. If Pat was going to yeah. pin up inside the 10, 15, that's great odds for us. If he can make an onside kick, which he did great for some years, that's going to steal a few possessions. So uh, special teams are huge, man. Huge. Yeah, no question. No question. But yeah, I guess to answer the question, where and how they can improve on special teams, continue to draft well, continue to have depth. Because, like I said, those guys are going to do whatever it takes to, um, to make the team. Oh, man, that's a good question. You can answer that. Oh yeah, Terrell Davis did. He made his, he made his name on special teams too. Rob Mathis. Robert Mathis. Yep. Yeah. We had him on the show, man and man alum. He talked about his grind from special teams. I think he was a what fifth round pick, right? 
coming in. So um uh yep, fifth round, yep. So yeah, you can answer this one first. I'm gonna uh swap this thing out real quick, A B. If the team hired either of you to be a defensive coordinator, what scheme would y'all use? Um again, I've seen it, you know, both ways where I'm if I'm a defensive coordinator, I gotta know what I'm coming into, right? So I gotta look at my my talent on my roster, right? Whereas typically uh, a defensive coordinator comes in with um, a scheme that he has in mind. This is what I'm using. This is what I've been grown to do. Um, whether it's a four-three or three-four, um, whether it's based off of zone um, zone coverages, where it's or it's majority man. Um, for me, if I had the 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 talent that I that I wanted or that I needed, it would be three four. I would run a three four defense, um, five zones, um, and couple four would be my two main uh, my two main coverages that I would lean on. So that would be that would be me. And again, with the three four, you can you can mix it up a lot of different ways. You can get a quarterbacks a lot of different looks. Again, just dependent on having that personnel to be able to do what I wanted to do. Obviously pressure, um, you know, granted, if I could press you with four, that's what I would do. But, you know, obviously sending some five-man pressures, um, six-man pressures at, at times. Um, again, five zone, you damn near playing like man. So basically having having some guys on the, um, on the outside that can, that can match up with the receivers um, not too long. Again, we, as we all know, Coverage and rush goes hand to hand, so I think that would definitely be my my goal: two, three, four, five zone, sprinkling a little bit of cover four, and let my dog go eat. That's me, baby. And my camera tripping right now. There it go. Uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, you kind of depends on who you got out there. Uh, I like, I like, I'm a fan of the four three though. I'm a fan of the four three. Three fours are tough though because you kind of never know where that fourth or fifth, fifth rush is coming from, especially if you incorporate fire zones. Um, but I would probably be more of a four three guy. Um, and I would, you know, gotta have a similar to what the coast run. Um, and I'll mix up, you know, depending on who I'm playing, sprinkling some man, more man, but um have guys who know exactly what the hell they doing who do the same drops over and over and over again the same rushes the same calls the same positions communicating with the same positions right if i'm a the linebacker i'm always communicating with the same guys so we're always on the same page that will eliminate mistakes so i'll have a simplified um scheme right i'll be one of those teams where you walk into the building you know what you're getting you know what i mean you know okay we're getting this from this defense but you also know that we're going to execute at a high level. And then obviously more, more than anything, you got to have the players um, athletically that can handle it. And then uh, mentally that can handle it because if you're running the same thing, it's going to be every coverage, every play is little nuances, um, you know, ends, little, little adjustments that can be made. So having smart, um, intelligent players out there that can unfold and unwind some things on their own makes all the difference in the world um, on that next level. So, I'll have a simplified, uh, mostly zone scheme, four-man rush, um, mixing in some five-man pressures and some man-to-man here and there. But I want ball production, 
and I want guys getting to their spots, rallying, tackling, and um, you know, limiting, limiting bad matchups. So uh, that that's for me. That's for me. <clears throat> Thousand yeah, ways yeah. to get a chat. Exactly. Boom, boom, exactly. Boom. But uh, I think with, with everything, with everything, though, I think the main thing that people said is about your personnel, um, about your personnel. Because even with, with both with the four three, if you don't have the personnel up front to be able to get to that to that quarterback, it could be rough. And then again with the three four, if you don't have the personnel that's able to, you know, um, you know, sometimes your outside linebacker gonna have to drop in the coverage. You know what I mean? So if you don't have that person to be able to do that, um, what you want to think it, it could be something. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, Chris, shout out to Chris, Black Techie. SMS go. I'm curious to hear both of your thoughts about Teddy. With all that's going on in Carolina, what is best for him? We kind of touched on that. Um was that last episode? Because I personally didn't think the Panthers made it up. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think they made an upgrade going with Sam Darnold um, over Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy played um, you know, he played well last year. Uh, Robbie had Robbie Anderson had his best numbers. Um, he didn't have C-Mac behind him. Dealt with some injuries himself. Um, but they were productive as an offense. With a first-year coordinator, with a first-year head coach. Uh, they were productive. Not, you know, not great by any stretch, but um, – I don't think Sam Darnold was that much of an upgrade from him. I can look back and be wrong. I just don't think that personally. Right now, I don't think Teddy has a bunch of leverage. Um, I think they did give him uh, him and his agent permission to seek a trade. So um, if he does find a better situation for himself, you know, I hope I hope he he does that. But he got he got some bread, so I'm happy about that. But I think Teddy can still be a good starting quarterback in this league. Yeah, nah, I was surprised by the move by the Panthers bringing in um, bringing in Sam Darnold. Um, I didn't see that coming. Um, but again, like you said, we talked about it in previous show. I think he's in a tough spot right now, just being like where we at in the offseason. Obviously, you know the teams that's looking for a quarterback. I'm pretty sure they're probably looking to the draft right now. So again, it's one of the things where you know it's the business coming into play. Got to bite that bullet. Continue to do it, do what he, he's been doing. Uh, just work hard and, and wait for that opportunity. Uh, when that opportunity does come, I know he'll be ready. Uh, seems like a, a pro's pro. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, so Teddy two to gloves. So, yeah. I'll be ready. I think he will be, man. I think he will be. Uh, while we're talking about quarterbacks, obviously, you know, some, um, I don't think we've spoken on it uh, on the show at least with the uh, Deshaun Watson. The, um, the allegations, the um, things up to 22 now. And obviously that's, you know, those are serious allegations. Um, you know, not knowing the full details, the full scope of it, um, you know, going to let the legal process play out, obviously. You know, everything I heard of, about Deshaun from the people that I know, that know him, um, that, you know, it was surprising when I first heard the allegation. I'm like, damn, I, you know. That was that's hard to believe, but um, we definitely gonna let it. I'm gonna let the process yeah, play out. That. Yeah, I would never thought something yeah. like that. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, obviously, number one, it doesn't happen. It didn't happen, and uh, but if it did, you know, you gotta let the process, uh, you know, take. You gotta do what's uh, right. You gotta got to do what's right, regardless of who you are. Um, you saw uh, Nike suspended its uh, partnership. I don't think they ended it, but suspended it with Deshaun. Beast by Dre. 
dropped them as a sponsor. Um, I believe they're all civil suits up until this point, right? Or is it any criminal? I think it's one. I think it's one criminal. Okay, one criminal. I so think oh, it's oh, one criminal, oh. but the, the the one, yeah, the, the one the one criminal though is it um, represented by the the lawyer that had all the civil suits. Okay, it's not so that's uh, the, the the Busby guy. All right, so yeah, we going we going you know let, obviously yeah. let it play out. It you know it's some it's some crazy shit, man. Once again, hopefully it did not happen, but obviously the process and wow. the facts will come to light. Hopefully, and um, you know got to do what's right. Yeah, got to do what's right. I'll tell you one thing though, all them down. I can't. He, he got, got so many massages. Sheesh. Yeah, I, I mean, probably had what, five, ten max. I have. I probably had ten max throughout my. 14 year career <laughs> that's what i'm saying because usually once you yeah. find one i know for me at least, one. yeah once i found somebody out that i like that you know did the, the job right like it, you know you i didn't want to leave that person you know i, and I usually yeah. have somebody at home and it had somebody in the city i was playing at yeah but, um, and you might have a a, a second one a second on my side just being on schedule sometimes you know where yeah. your your masseuse like look something came up or you know you might need to get a massage on a day that you normally wasn't scheduled for so, you know my thing was like you know i was getting a massage monday right after the game and then i was getting a plus on friday right so i'm telling my mm -hmm. suits like look these are my days i need you to lock me in at these times right but it could have been a, a wednesday where you know i might need something and yeah. you know my masseuse was like look you know ab i'm i'm locked up on wednesdays i already got guys you know, scheduled in, so you know I might have a backup plan. Like, look, yeah, I guess somebody else here. In. But yeah, but th that was the first thing that kind of popped in my mind. It's just like, like, wow, that's a lot of a lot of massage therapists. But again, you know, you just you know everybody's different too. You know, everybody's different. Yeah. Um, everybody moves different. Everybody's schedule is different. So, um, again, like you said, man, you let the the process help. Let let the process uh do with that and um. You know, I think we'll we'll probably re, re touch on this on this this topic when more information comes out. Yeah, man, got to. Are you guys talking about girl? What you talking about, pet bear? Hey, shout um, uh, somebody just said some shout out, Manscape. You know what I mean? Y'all go get right twenty percent off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free shipping. You know, maybe gonna tell you that every time. Code man two man with the number two. Once again, let me know. Let me know if y'all got right, man. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, get it right, get it right for sure. Draft, but yeah, man. Um, what else we got? Anything else for time? Oh, it's that time. It's that time. Probably got time for one more, one more question. Let's sneak one, one more, more here. Then I'm gonna put my my feet in this sand, baby. I'm gonna have soak them bunions, cuz. <laughs> you see what we got. You know what? I got a question for you since I don't see any. So we talking about the quarterbacks uh, coming off the board, possibly one through four. Who do you think should be the first non-quarterback off the board? Man, well, uh, you can go. 
Man, that that Kyle Pitts, man. I, I, you know, depending on the team, you know, you might have to go. Let's say you're the Bengals. Offensive tackle. You're the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. At five, if you know, if the one through four stay in place. No, I go. I gotta go offensive tackle. Um, yeah. You gotta yeah, go. I gotta, go, out of Oregon. I gotta go offensive tackle. Oregon, okay. I, I feel the same um, way. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go offensive tackle. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta do the Bengals. My young quarterback. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta stay upright. You know what I mean? You gotta keep him upright. So I gotta go offensive tackle. Now, if you're, uh, I guess if they don't go one through four, the quarterbacks, and you are the Falcons at four, you take a quarterback, quarterback of the future, or you take a Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, match him up with Julio, really. Ooh, that'd be ugly. Um, um, yeah, I won't, go, I won't go Chase. I won't go Chase just because of, you know, you, you got Julio. Um, you got Calvin really. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see that. I would go, I would get ready for the future. I'll go quarterback. Quarterback. Now, this is a spot where I would feel more comfortable with a Mac Jones with a, I mean, still high for me for Mac Jones, but at least you know you got Matt Ryan there at least for another year or two. Trey Lance, even, you know, young guy who's going to need, you know, time to 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 you know for that learning curve, which they all do. So yeah, I can see I can see quarterback for the future. I make it. I, I, it'll be hard for me to pass up hits though, honestly, and especially at six with the Dolphins. I hope he falls to us. Nah, I feel you. Get him out there because he an instant instant mismatch, and he's gonna be lined up once yeah. again across from instant. You know, yeah, he's gonna be lined up across from safeties and linebackers and Chase. Once he comes in the lead, Devontae Smith. Once they come in the league, they're lined up against the other team's best cover guy more times than not Pitts, you're gonna be lined up on that team's third fourth fifth best cover guy so walking mismatch his length his athleticism where is um i I don't know what i see somebody talking about Pitts to arizona i don't know what arizona i don't know where they pick at yeah not high enough they're not high enough yeah but i was just thinking about that that would be awful Problem. If it's anywhere, would be a problem, honestly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you said, like that's, that's an instant, what you're looking for. That's instant, instant production at the tight end position. Instant, absolutely instant. But um, appreciate y'all, man. As always, you know I mean? man, enjoy your vacation, man. You know, slow down on them Shirley Temples and Arnold Palmer's. <laughs> no, man, yeah, I, mean, I know you out there, man. Yeah, I mean, slow down. <laughs> We'll see y'all Monday. Man, y'all be good. Have a good weekend. That's uh, we out here.